Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. I'm not sure when I realized it, but Dina and I, my wife and I, we just have a very different way of communicating. And during the past few years, we've been married 35 years now, but during the past few years, it's become pronounced. And I'm not sure if it's her or me. And that's the topic. It's you. It's, a, it's an intervention <laughs> yes. for me on today's episode. It's about time you've understood this. <clears throat> I'm joined by Greg and Aaron Smalley, and on the phone, my wife. And uh, you're, no, um, you, you two have been married. You understand what I'm talking about. What is it? What is it about time that seems to accentuate these differences in communication? Well, the, when you said, is it me? Is it her? You know what? It's both. Because we both show up very differently and misunderstandings happen. Miscommunication is more than likely going to happen than not. And you're constantly going to need to be working through these things, whether you've been married one year or 20 years or 50 years. There's always going to be opportunity for miscommunication. And so it's just looking at that once we lay that baseline, well, then we can really think through how do we want to handle it when miscommunication happens? Are we going to have healthy conflict and do it in a way that's honoring to both of us? Or is it going to be combat where it gets ugly Mm -hmm. and we're saying ugly things and showing up in ways that aren't truly reflective of who we really are? Mm. Well, let's go ahead and uh, hear a little bit more about these differences and, as you said, Erin, how to have some healthy conflict and work through that. We're going to hear now from Dr. David Clark. Here he is with Jim Daly. Hey, David. Welcome back to Focus. Well, thanks for having me. Okay, for those that are joining today and didn't listen yesterday, give us the quick briefing on, on clams and crowbars and how it applies. Well, men are clams. Most men are clams. 80% of men are clams and that they don't share personally. And they get defensive when the woman who's the crowbar tries to get them to open up. They do that <laughs> because they feel controlled. They get defensive and they shut down. And they will not give her what she wants and needs. Now, the crowbar, she married for closeness. She wants connection. She wants understanding. She wants vulnerability and breakthroughs and, and connections emotionally. So she presses too hard. She's got the crowbar. She's going to open that clam up. I've got 40 years, I'm going to do it. And so she tries to open him up, but the very act of trying causes the clam to close up even more. Yeah. That's a fundamental problem. Almost all couples, in fact, all couples have, sometimes the roles are reversed. Of course. Right. And, and the woman is the, is the clam, and that means the man's the crowbar, but the same principles apply. But, and the couples will know that. You know where you're at. In fact, today I was even talking to Gene as I was getting ready for the program, and I said, you know, I often am the one coming in saying, how was your day? and asking her questions. But when it comes to the deeper stuff, she's always the one initiating that conversation. Right. So I don't know if who's the clam and who's the crowbar in that case. If... Uh, you're still the clam. <laughs> Just telling you. I was, I was fearful Man, that was the clam. case. Well, listen, um, in fact, the producer of the show, Catherine, she's been married only a couple months now. So this, just think of her when you're answering this question. One key uh, way to improve communication in marriage is to understand that your spouse is very different from you. So if the producer, Catherine, was sitting right here at the table rather than behind the glass, um, explain the key differences between male and female brains. Well, here's the bad news, Catherine. And since you're married, we're not going to change that. That's good news. <laughs> That's the good news. The woman's brain is geared, especially in communication, to just be wide open. I mean, the two parts of Catherine's brain are connected. Okay, her husband's brain is not connected. <laughs> There's a lot of loose connections. But anyway, and so when a woman talks and shares, every everything kind of just flows out. And she processes as she talks. 
A woman has no idea where she'll end up when she starts talking, and she doesn't care. I'm just going to start talking, and let's just see what happens. Would you join me in my conversational adventure? What am I going to say next? Even I don't know. She does it all verbally, and it's all out there. How about this? How about that? No, I don't mean that. I'm not really feeling that. And she just kind of expresses. Men are just the opposite. You know, let me interject this with men, because sometimes some might think we're bashing the guys. But actually, in the womb, when a male baby is developing, there's a a testosterone wash that eliminates some of the brain connections, about half. And and that's just part of it. Left and right hemispheres aren't as well connected in the male brain compared to the female brain. It's biology. Well, it's God. I mean, God knows what he's doing. And he's in charge of the testosterone wash. So... So women, when they're talking, they expect the man to be similar. And when he talks, he'll do the same thing. No, he won't. It's all internal for the guy. First of all, he doesn't know what he's thinking and feeling. Women are always in touch with that. Thoughts, feelings, uh, connections, uh, fears, pain, emotions, all that. He's right there for her on the surface. The man is not in touch with that. He's going to have to look for it. Men have to process. I call it riding the train. We'll get to that. He's got to process and find it. When he finds something personal, he doesn't blurt it out. You'll never hear a man say, you know what, honey? I'm not sure what I'm feeling, but here goes and just start talking. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's what the woman does. He will find it, hopefully chew on it, mull it over, organize it, collate it, kind of figure it out on his own, never verbally with the woman or anybody else. Maybe God, if we can include God in this, but it's just him. And then when he's ready, he'll offer it to you. That takes time, more time than the lady would like to have happen. But as he learns, he can shorten the time. So Jim and David talked about the different ways that God made us and how understanding um, how your spouse is wired can help you better communicate with them. Greg, I know you've experienced this at some level in your relationship. Give us give us some insight here. Well, it's been huge for me to really understand those differences between the our brains and how we deal with issues and how we work through conflict. I mean, just, you know, in the beginning of our marriage— you know, whatever problem Aaron wanted to talk about, I just quickly wanted enough information to understand so we could solve it. And yet she would want to like talk and <laughs> relate. Yeah. And, and we'd go, we, we'd like go off on these rabbit trails and, and, Never. and, and Never. it was so confusing <laughs> and frustrating to me until I started to understand because she wants so badly to reconnect and, and how she reconnects is to really explore those emotions and the feelings and the how, more how loud, right, right? Yeah, right. And the more that that I cared about how she felt, the more connected that 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 she felt. And that was such a huge paradigm shift for me because before I wanted to rush through these, I just let's just fix it. Like, what's the solution? And yet, knowing now that. Her love is to reconnect and, and make sure that we are connected. I understand why we need to take some time to really go through the emotions and for me to better understand how she's feeling. Because what that does is that really validates her, which is valuing how she feels. And it's just drawing that, that connection and creating a strong connection between us. Go ahead, Aaron, and give us your perspective on all this we're just different and his goal (laughs) is very different than mine like he's saying and I wish we would have known this when we first got married because it would have saved a lot of 
difficulties <laughs> is a kind way to say it. Um, <laughs> but really, he wants to fix and solve things. And I want to connect and I want to talk about emotions in my heart and feeling valued and validated, you know, all those soft things versus for Greg, he just wants to move on to the next thing, solve it, let's go. So it's very different goals. So it's recognizing both have to matter. And how do you include both in the conversation? Yeah, there's I've not learned, a right or a wrong. Here, no, right? I've learned over the years it can't be all heart and no problem solving. It's got to be both and leaving room for both of us. But Greg has really grown at really taking time to understand and to validate and to really care about my heart. And I've, I've done that for him as well, even though at the beginning of our marriage, I don't know that he knew that that was even something he was longing for. Mm. So we've both grown and it's effective and it's important to continue growing as, as communicators. You know, even one thing I would say to the, the men listening to this is your, your wife has a unique intuition that is unexplainable. So don't try to figure it out. Don't really even try to understand it. And certainly don't resist it. Because I did for so many years. And I'm telling you, as a husband that's been married for 28 years, pay attention to her gut. When she says something like, yeah, this isn't going to make a lot of sense, but man, I'm just, I, I'm just, just sensing, that I'm feeling yeah. that we need to whatever, lean in. Hmm. Hmm. And, and there's powerful research from a guy named John Gottman, who's probably the best marriage researcher on the planet that really shows that, that a secret to a great marriage that's research-based is when a man accepts his wife's influence. And that's such a difference between us. And I'm not suggesting those guys were stupid and we don't know anything and we don't have a good gut. All I'm saying is that I can't give you the reason, but I'm telling you she has an intuition, a gut that you need to pay attention to and let it matter. Mm -hmm. Really lean in when she's talking that way. One, it's going to connect you. But oftentimes... And Aaron is right on, mm. and and my pride gets in the way because well, I want the again? right answer. <laughs> Can I you am say very that one prideful, more time? and so when no, you're no, 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 give... that oh, look at the oh, time that yeah. af- <laughs> often Aaron is right on. See, you, I would you are. I would say most, if not all, the time you are right on, yeah. and that's Ooh, what my like point is. That. I like I get that now. Again, my pride and the fact that I want to feel like I can come up with the right answers, all that, that gets in the way at times. But just, I'm just, I'm saying don't diminish the man's role or his wisdom or any of that. I'm just saying, guys, just lean in when, when she's got that intuition. Got it's it. worth it. Hmm. Well, wherever you find yourself in your marriage journey, we do have a lot of resources on our website. And one that uh, is the basis for today's episode is Uh, Dr. David Clark's book, Men Are Clams, Women Are Crowbars. And um, if you can, please make a donation to this ministry to focus on the family. Help us help other marriages. And we'll say thanks by sending a copy of Men Are Clams, Women Are Crowbars. Um, And I should note that communication is just one of the topics covered in our free marriage assessment. About a million people have taken this now. It's on the website. It's going to help you see some places you're doing well and maybe some areas to improve on. It takes just a few minutes. It's free, the marriage assessment. Look for the book and that marriage assessment at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Next time, more from Dr. David Clark. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and our entire team, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.